You are listening to the Less Dress, More Fun podcast. Today, I'm going to be talking about fun ways you can do retrospectives. You are listening to the Less Dress, More Fun podcast. I'm your host, Master Certified Coach Lisa Schwaller. Each week on the podcast, we talk about how you can rise above the stress of modern living so that you can focus your energy on what matters most and have a lot more fun in the process. All right, let's get started. Hello, how are you doing? This episode is my last of the year, and I really love this time of year. The ending of December, the beginning of January, these are the times we generally, most of us have decided this is the new year period around the world. We follow the calendar to start in January and end in December. It's a little bit arbitrary if you think about it. But it is fun to notice the marking of one year rolling into the next year. Some people like to set resolutions. What I like to do is at the end of a calendar year is use it as a time to do a retrospective. There are different periods of life that I think lend themselves to a retrospective or a reflective period before setting my sights to the future. Today, I want to talk about the value of practicing retrospection, of doing retrospectives, or even having a retrospective perspective in your life, different ways that you could perform a retrospective, and then how you apply what you observe during the practice of retrospection as changes to your mindset and behaviors as you go into your future. First, let's talk about what is the value of practicing retrospection, of reflecting on an event or a time period. I think one of the values is that it allows us to slow down time. One of the things that I hear from people a lot is that things seem to move so quickly. We're processing a lot of requests and we have a lot of things that we want to do in addition to the things that we oblige ourselves to do. Having a practice of retrospection allows us to pause and go into a timeless space and reflect on what happened and why it happened and how we contributed to the outcomes that we experienced. One of the most amazing values of doing a retrospection is that you get to collect different perspectives, whether it's a personal thing or a professional thing. Maybe you've delivered a project as a team. It's such a show of respect, I think, to collect their perspectives about what were the challenges that we faced? What were some of the amazing creative solutions that we came up with? And what are the things that we would like to learn and apply as we go forward? And then finally, I think there's huge value in celebrating the events that have happened, the growth that we've experienced, and having a practice of retrospection allows us to celebrate with a lot of intention, and um, it can be very beautiful. So how can you practice retrospections or do a retrospective? 
Now, I have been in software for decades, and I love the discipline of project management as it comes to technology projects. And I've encountered many, many aspects or flavors of the retrospective. They might be called lessons learned, postmortems, after action report, retrospective in the agile sense for those of you who uh, work on agile projects. I've linked to a couple of different perspectives on the retrospective in the show notes. The bottom line is the best way to do it, the method or how to, is you just think about what happened, what didn't happen, and why. You could also approach it as what went well, what didn't go well, and what would you do differently next time. Those are very practical ways to do retrospectives. They're very action and outcome oriented, you know, the happening of things. I think it's also really cool to do retrospectives that consider the who variable. When you're doing an individual retrospective, maybe you had a goal over a time period. I will sometimes set 90 or 100 day goals for myself. It's fun to do the retrospective of asking who, like, Who was I when I chose this goal? Who was the person who chose the approach to the goal? Is the way I showed up during this event in line with my values? And what can I learn about myself? The who aspect of retrospectives can be really valuable. And it's not just the thing that happened, but the person or people who traveled the journey. You could even do this in a group setting. What did we learn about ourselves as a team? Recognizing the individual contributions of the who's who were on the project. I think that is really a beautiful method of approaching a retrospective. One thing that I navigate a lot in the conversations I have when I'm coaching is people don't always understand that making bad choices doesn't make you a bad person. This comes up a lot in coaching is the decision made doesn't necessarily need to be the way we describe our identity. You know, a bad choice doesn't necessarily make us a bad person. And that's something we untangle a lot in coaching And I think this is where the practice of retrospection is so beneficial on a team is when you're asking different people to contribute, one of the methods you can actually pointedly ask is say, you know, could you please recognize everybody on the team by sharing something they did well and maybe something they could improve or optimize as they go forward. Like, oh, I really want to recognize you. You were so attentive to detail and you did such a great job of recapping all of our discussions. So we had this great trail of what happened on the project. And I'd like to see you leading more of the build reviews because your technical knowledge is growing. And I really think this is, it seems like it's a area of passion for you, for example. That is one method of bringing the who into your retrospectives. I don't just do retrospectives at defined periods like the end of the year or on my birthday, although those are key times that I'll do larger retrospectives. I will do it at the end of a day. I'll do it just on the fly. 
Sometimes I'll just pause and say, what am I doing? Why am I doing it? And what result am I creating for myself when I'm working on this? For example, I've actually become a much more even keel person through this practice is noticing like if I find myself really uncomfortable, maybe annoyed, or maybe feeling a little embarrassed, it's just saying, what am I doing? Why am I acting or thinking or feeling this way? And if I stay in this mindset or if I take these actions, what am I going to create for myself? That's a really great way to snapshot retrospective in a day. And what I have found is that making retrospection a practice for myself using the -the on-the-fly method, I've really grown a lot in a short period of time. Finally, let's talk about how to apply what you've learned from your retrospectives into your life or into the future for your team if you're doing this professionally or with a group. Here are a few ideas for how to apply. First, you could select one area of your life to incorporate retrospectives. Is there an area of your life where you've been trying to make behavior changes and maybe it's two steps forward, one step back? Or maybe there is an area of your life where you want to make a big change in a short amount of time. I think retrospectives of of stopping, reflecting, recalibrating, and moving forward can really amplify the results you get. The second thing is just make it super duper lightweight. When you get some learnings out of your retrospectives, it can be tempting to turn it into something complicated. But I think one of the ways we apply what we learn through our retrospectives is just picking something small and trialing it for two weeks, three weeks, a month, and see what the impact is. You can also apply what you learn through your retrospectives when you collaborate with others is thinking about, so what happened? Did we not get enough decisions ahead of time? Was there too much ambiguity? Asking for people to collaborate on how to apply it. Like, what do you think your suggestion is for how we could apply this learning into our next project? And then, of course, how do you apply what you learn? Celebrating. I'm a big fan of celebrating. If you take a lesson from a retrospective and you turn it into a task, whether it's a daily task, a weekly task, is just celebrate the ongoing learning. Celebrate and appreciate what you have done to apply the change. I think it's really helpful to recognize for ourselves when we are applying what we've learned. I actually just this has become such a practice in my own life. I was having a a conversation with a friend yesterday and I just said, you know, I just really like to acknowledge I've noticed where I've become just a little like less reactive. I was in a, in a situation and I noticed, I'm like, oh, if this conversation had happened two years ago or 10 years ago, I would have been really reactive during the conversation and I would have kind of mulled on it over and over. It was a conversation of dispute in a professional conversation and they had their perspective and we had our perspective and normally I would have felt maybe a little inadequate going into the conversation, a little defensive, a little on guard. And then after the fact, I might have replayed the conversation in my head. But I have 
done so much retrospectives on conversations like this in my professional life, but I really wanted to recognize the learning. So in this conversation with a friend, I'm like, you know, I had that conversation and I was just like, I took a few minutes before the meeting to really open my mind and heart to the possibility that our relationship would strengthen through this conversation, which by the way, it did in my own mind. And I think a lot of it came to setting that intention. And then I, I told my friend, I said, you know, and I was so calm and open and my breathing was really regular. And then after the conversation, we made a couple of decisions on the call and I just followed through and I let it go. I said, I, I just wanted to recognize and appreciate all the work that all of those retrospectives had, you know, applying those lessons had brought into my life. So I hope I've really sold you on the value of retrospectives. They do not need to be heavy or formal. I think sometimes, at least in project environments I've worked on, it's a step that's often shortcut. It's like, oh, we got the thing done and we've shipped it, we're done. And a lot of times the lesson learned step is skipped or the lessons learned and applied step is skipped. And I think part of it is that a lot of times the approaches are very um, formal and structured and take a long time. But I think the values of being able to slow down and learn and engage people on a team and collect perspectives, it's so respectful. It's a way to celebrate and acknowledge. And it is the best way to detect what can change going forward. There are so many fun different ways you could experiment with doing retrospectives. And I would invite you to think about in the next week or two, go through and think, oh, where would I like to have a practice of retrospection, of pausing and learning and then deciding what to apply? And what came to mind as I was talking about the different aspects of retrospectives? Like, are you attracted to this very simple, what went well, didn't go well, what could we do differently? Maybe you would like to try the aspect of deciding who, who was I at the beginning of this project and how did I evolve and grow? It's really fun to reflect on events with the intent to learn and grow. I think it helps deepen the wisdom of our own experience. It's not just we did the thing. It helps us integrate it. I love the way I practice lesson learn in my personal and professional lives because it really honors my journey. It honors what we share with others. I really love using lessons learn as a way to recognize and appreciate the teams that I've worked with. And I think we always have time to pause, to honor, to learn, to reflect because it saves us so much as we go forward. It increases our capacity of what is possible going forward. So I hope here you are at the end of the year, pausing and reflecting on this year that's closing up and think about what lessons you can take into the new year. And I will talk to you next year. Thank you for listening. If you're enjoying the podcast, please rate and review wherever you listen. This will help other listeners find the show 
and bring less stress, more fun out into the world. Thank you so much, and I'll talk to you next week.